This week's Parsha is Parshat Naso. And in Parshat Naso, there are three things that I want to discuss. After pushing it out for a week, we could finally go in-depth on Parshat Naso. The first thing I want to talk about is the Inyan of Sota. Sota was a, man, a woman who was accused of being unfaithful to her husband. Now, if you look at Sota, you see that she lives her life very nonchalantly, very borderless, without gedarim, no fences. She does whatever she wants, she does whatever she feels like doing. And if you look at the, the potential punishment for a Sota, you clearly see that that relationship with the world, that relationship with Hashem, is not the proper way to live, seeing as how it ends with a death penalty, which is not what we want. The second thing is Nazir. And in Nazir, Chazal write that Nazir is right after Sota because the Nazir sees the Sota procession going on and the Nazir says, that, I don't want that. Anything but that. So, what he does is, he takes upon himself a lot of stringencies. He says, I'm not gonna drink wine. I'm not gonna become unpure. I'm not gonna cut my hair. And he lives his life in a way of yira, of fear, of sin, and I don't wanna do it, so I'm just gonna cut everything out. You might think it's a great way to live. You're not gonna sin that way. You're being very careful. But clearly, that's not the right way to live either. Because after the Nazir, he serves his time as a Nazir, he has to give a korban khatat, a sin offering. So that's not the right way to live either. So how is it that we should live in this world? What should our relationship be with Hashem? Because clearly being too free is not good. And having a, the life of freedom with Hashem and oh, everything's okay, don't worry about it. That's not the relationship we need to have with Hashem like the Sota tried to have. And we shouldn't be, oh my God, I can't do anything. I have to block myself off from everything. I can't drink, I can't cut my hair, I can't be tame like the Nazir because he has to give a Korban Khatat. What is the way that we should relate ourselves to Hashem? A story was brought down by Rav Weinberger, he read it in the Sefer and he gave it recently, where Rav Dovber, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, was giving to his son on his 12th birthday, the future Frederick Rebbe, a Dvar Torah. And as he was giving his son on his 12th birthday this Dvar Torah, he called it a Hasidic kiss. What's a Hasidic kiss? What does that mean? Well, just like we don't know. He didn't tell the Frederick Rebbe either. He said, listen, my son, this is a Hasidic kiss, and later I'll explain to you what it means. But for now, this Dvar Torah is for you. And he gives him a Dvar Torah. Four years later, when the future Frederick Rebbe is 16 years old, Rav Dover calls him and says, it's finally time for me to explain to you what this Hasidic kiss was. You see, when you were a baby, I used to give your mother breaks here and there. She was tired from raising the children, raising you. So I would take you in and while I would be learning with my chavrusa, I would put you next to me in a crib and I would shake you whenever you needed shaking and give you attention whenever you needed attention so my wife can have a break. So while I was learning with my chavrusa, the chavrusa says, I'm sorry, we have to pause for a moment. I'm enthralled by your son's beauty and purity on his face. And this Chavrusa tells the Rav Dover, he says, the purity on your son's ace must reflect the purity of his neshama. And it is, I'm sure he's going to be an unbelievable yid and a great manhig to Am Yisrael, to Bnei Yisrael. Now when Rav Dover hears this about his own son, he's overcome with emotion. And he has this, this desire, he wanted to pick his son up and kiss him on the cheek.
but he learned what he learned before. He learned that Bnei Yisrael, that when they gave their physical things, the gold and silver, the highest form of use was to take the physical and elevate the spiritual so they could build a base of Mikdash. They took physical gold and silver and elevated it to spirituality. So he, the, the Rav Dover, he made the calculation. He said, instead of showing a physical form of love in a kiss on the cheek, I'm going to go and write him a Dvar Torah. So he told his Chavrusa, he says, I'm sorry, we have to end our Chavrusa right now. We have to end our learning now. And he goes into the other room and he writes this Hasidish kiss. He writes this Dvar Torah for his son. The Tanya writes that there's two ways that a son could learn Torah. There's an A son could be in a room while his father is learning. And without the father knowing, the son is listening to his Torah. And that's one way he could learn. And the other way is if the father sits down and with Ahava, with love, he teaches his son the Torah with the express purpose of trying to teach his son what the Torah is that he's trying to teach. The Tanya writes that even though, if you, even if they learn the exact same piece of Torah in these two different methods, when the father teaches the son with Ahava, the Torah is understood in such a deeper level in the child. The Mesorah is taught so much better and it is absorbed so much with such great depth and understanding when it is taught in Ahava. You see, the first two relationships that were showed with Hashem in this week's Parsha, Sota and Nazir, are flawed. Because yes, it's nice to want to feel free with Hashem, but that's not the proper way. We have to be with Gedarim. We have to have a certain form of Yira, of fear, with, with, in regards to Hashem. We have to put our, in ourselves safeguards. But on the other side of the spectrum, it's not right to be too strict. It's not right to live life like the Nazir. We, we can't, he gives a Korban Chata, that's not the real way where we have to hide from worldly pleasure and worldly desires. That's not the way to live either. The real way is expressed in the third thing I brought up earlier, in Birkat Kohanim. In Birkat Kohanim, the Kohanim are, are, have to bless Bnei Yisrael, they have to do their avoda Be'ahava, with love. Love is the true way to serve Hashem. Love is the true way that Bnei Yisrael could be blessed. You know, my Rosh Yeshiva would never let the Minyan continue until he thanked every single Kohen because they blessed him with Ahava and how important that was to him. Ahava is the way to relate to Kaddish Baruch Hu. So I hope that every single one of us we know that though we have an inyan of Yira when it comes to Hashem, the true way to relate to Kaddish Baruch Hu is Ahava, it's love. And may we feel the love of Hashem, and may we feel Hashem's love to us. Chazaka Baruch.